Hey guys, welcome to the Shaco McCording Show. It is August 27th, and on today's show, we have world traveler and actress and philanthropist Sun Queen. She's working on her current project called POW Point of Awakening. Welcome, Sun Queen. Thank you for having me, Shaco. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good today. towards because I can feel it through the 
before, so you were between like college and coming back here all the time? Well, actually, what happened was I did Alexandra here, AX to the world, and uh, <laughs> I did Alexandra school, um, which is family tradition, really. Uh, even my grandmother went there. Oh. Uh, she's had, yeah. And um, did that, and then I did BCC, so I did theater art performance analysis at BCC. Uh, and then I started to travel right after that. I got into this off Broadway play, I started to travel, and, and then, yeah, and then London happened. So, could you tell us about your charity? You mentioned it's called Point of Awakening. Why did you choose that name in particular? Point of Awakening literally happened at the point of my awakening. I woke up one morning. I, I knew that I always wanted to give back. I never knew exactly how I would do that. Lo and behold, I have three facets of Point of Awakening now. That's in the pink. Thundercats and Children of the Sky. <laughs> uh, one morning I woke up and I must have been really tired, like really, really tired. You know, sometimes you can sleep, but you'll still be tired. Oh, right, yeah. Chateau? You wake up, like, feel so, like you just ran a marathon. Yeah, I woke up and I had a little headache. So I went into my medicine cabinet to get uh, some pills. And I bumped my head, and it totally woke me up. My head, boom! And then point of awakening just came in my head, and it was like pow. Literally, <laughs> I could not. You could not make this up if you tried. I literally came up with point of awakening at the point of awakening by getting hit on the head and going, "Okay, I'm awake." <laughs> wow, that is powerful. Thank you. 
now are raising funds on JustGiving.com. And the last one is the newest edition. Shaka, I know we spoke before. I have yeah. not told you. Oh. Sorry about that, Sunsmeet. I just had an interruption. Are you still there? Um, so Children of the Sky is going to be raising funds for um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation UK. Uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation helps children who are terminally ill to to, to experience one of their wishes in the world, whether that be eat a hot dog on the River Thames or go to Disneyland, uh, they make that happen, and I think that's a really beautiful thing. Um, I will be doing something very, very interesting for uh, Maine Bush Foundation <laughs> come November. So, guys, look out for POW, Point of Awakening,
Wow, you seem really passionate about what you do, and I'm going to be following your progress and looking for all those projects. And I'm going to continue to, you know, tell people about you online because I think what you're doing is amazing, and you have the tenacity and the spirit for it. So, all power to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to dive into a bit more personal stuff. Like I want people to get to know a little bit more personal stuff about you. That was the professional side. So could you tell us, like, what does Sun Queen do when she's not working? Wow. Insert crickets here. Oh, I stumped you with that one. <laughs> I don't think. I really don't think I'm not ever working it's it's funny because people just think okay so uh okay so you go to a job you make money do that so you work your nine to five what do you do in your spare time i i honestly i honestly feel because i have such a free-based life and a free-spirited life that even when i feel as though i'm doing something extracurricular it still works mm -hmm. does that make sense tackle being a Oh, definitely. Like, we're always doing something. We can't keep still. Yeah, I think my main thing, my main thing would be that when I'm not working, I'm traveling. Uh, and I still travel for work. But when I'm not working, I'm traveling. And I just finished my seven continents. What? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Australia, Europe, North and South America. It, it was obviously over a period of time. This is this is over a period of time, but it, it's been it's been eye opening. That would be what I do when I'm not um, on stage or set. I I love to explore. I love different cultures. I I myself have grown up in a a, a multicultural uh, family. I like to say familia. <laughs> A multicultural family, a multicultural family. Um, so it's really important to me to see how other people live, to experience that, to understand that firsthand, to yeah. go into a gym and drink tea shamans. And I like doing stuff like that, uh, backpacking and and exploring uh, different architecture and talking to different and seeing their way of life and as you can understand shackle that's part of i can hear you go ahead oh no my so for me traveling is work really and but it, it's not only work it's a way of life yeah. Like, I love to see how other people live, but I also have to, to, Sorry about that, guys. We're having slight technical difficulties. Bear with me. Well, you asked me what you'd like. All right. So when you were traveling, say, like in Europe, was there any place in particular that really wowed you? Um, any architectural sites that were like, you know, what was one of the most amazing things that you can remember from one of your travels, whether it be architecture or a place? Mm. Uh, I, uh, 
got, like, when I went to Antarctica, I literally got that I must have been crazy because all I'm going to see is ice all day long. And it was true. All I saw was ice all day long. But imagine that every time I pulled my, my curtain, every morning I pulled my curtain for 10 days, the ice formation was different. There was, there was something different to see, you know, or whales or seals or, you know. Um, so, but in Europe specifically, to answer your question, Shaco, uh, I really, I, I have no idea why this is, but I really felt a connection to the square in Brussels. There's a square, the main square. There, there is so much to see there. There's so much going on there. And then along the off path, like if you go into Greek town, there's this place called, oh my gosh. I actually stayed there. Like I, I, I gave up the, the, the place that I was uh, renting, and I actually went to this hotel to stay there for the rest of my trip. When I discovered it, it's named after a composer, Mozart, the Mozart Hotel. Okay. Oh nice. my If you, if you ever have one place to go in Europe, go to Brussels, go to the Mozart Hotel. It will change your life. I'm gonna write it that is down. So, it's so beautiful. It's like, okay, do you know what a Scooby-Doo is? A Scooby-Doo place is? No, I only know the cartoon. <laughs> okay, yeah, so this has to do with the cartoon. Remember in the cartoon, Scooby-Doo had a kennel, a dog kennel. And when you go in the kennel, it then it's like a small little dog kennel in the backyard. And when you go into the kennel, it turns into a mansion. I, can, I can't remember Have that, but okay. <laughs> I think it's from a pup called Scooby-Doo. That was the newer one that came out when we were younger. Yeah. Yeah, a pup called named Scooby-Doo. So when you see, when you see Mozart, it looks like, it literally just looks like a door, like a hole in the wall. And then you walk in and your life changes. That's, 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 uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. You've got to experience it for yourself, Shaco. And I want to know what you think when you go. I'm going to Google that maybe you're finished talking because I want to see if there's some pictures. Yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's in Brussels called the Mozart Hotel, right? Mozart Hotel. And Mozart is playing all day long in the lobby. It was absolute heaven. That's a vibe. That is a whole vibe right there. Totally. <laughs> all right, Um, I wanted to ask you, though, like, what are you eating? Because, like... You mentioned the last time we spoke that you're quite a foodie. You love pasta. What do you have oh I am a reincarnated Italian. I'm a reincarnated Italian. Me too. I love I'm pasta. Like, I'm pretty sure I put that hashtag on a few of my stuff. I actually have a hashtag called Confessions of a Gourmand. And if you go on to there on Instagram um, and also on Facebook, you can see like the different places that I've been. I haven't really updated it recently. I've been a sucker at updating my social media recently, recently being the past few years, but we're getting back into the swing. We're getting back into the swing, but what am I eating? Everything. Uh, um, so my mom had this joke when we were growing up, like, you know, because people would ask her, you know, ask her, what do you eat? And my mom would say, uh, the queen mother would be like, I 
I'm on a seafood diet. So all the women would be like, oh, and taking their notes, like, you know? And my mom would go, I see food, I eat it. <laughs> That's pretty much my speed, too. Like, I'm not picky at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's about, it's less about, um, what you eat, but it's more about how much you eat and how healthily you eat. Yeah, quantity and quality. Yeah, quantity and quality. Definitely, definitely. I mean, for me, I have to have a bowl of pasta at least a week. When I was a kid, I had to have a bowl of pasta at least a day. Like, it got real. Uh, but for now, I'm, I am actually in the process of um, character building literally and metaphorically uh, for this new character and I have to go on a bit of a regime but I'm still gonna get that bowl of pasta in you okay. better believe that I have made allowance for that bowl of pasta this will be in preparation for the acting role I suppose yes yes and I can't speak very much upon it or about it uh, until it has come to light. No, we're going to talk about that in our next podcast because we're going to keep up. With yeah, it. something I'm working on right now. So I do have to tone my body, and it's a bit of a because imagine that we've had like a whole year almost where you know we've been going through this pandemic. We've been we've been literally trying to comfort ourselves in any way possible to now have to transition into this kick ass girl. And I'm like, okay, this is Miss World all over again. <laughs> but that is a story for another time. Definitely we'll be keeping up with you. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And guys you heard her singer, actress, world traveler, actress, philanthropist, sun queen. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Don't forget to follow her on social media, guys. Plug your social media one more time for the listeners. Okay, so Facebook, Facebook, (laughs) what a start. Instagram, Twitter, at Nika the Sun Queen. If you want to follow my charity uh, fully, and do you want to go directly there? Facegram. I, you know what? I think we need to come up with a Facegram. It sounds pretty That's the second thing I said, Facegram. You know, this, this happened the same way Point of Awakening happened. So, just organically. So, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Point of Awakening. If you want to follow me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Nika the Sun Queen. All right, guys, you heard it from her herself. Thank you.